Hey, what's going on? It's Felix here. Uh, today, I want to talk to you guys about how my wife and I, or fiance at that time, had some serious money problems at probably one of the worst times we could have had it. So when my wife and I, we actually used to live with her parents uh, twice, actually. The first time I moved to New York, I stayed with her parents after just meeting them for like the first time a month prior. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, but then when we had a second stint with them, uh, but then we finally were able to uh, move out. And we had a 50-pound dog with us, and we basically looked for the cheapest thing in a decently safe New York City neighborhood that we could find. We ended up staying uh, somewhere in Queens, and we settled on a just slightly, you know, cockroach and rat-filled uh, <laughs> studio apartment. And at the time, I was uh, I was still working at the same job I held since leaving college. So it was pretty much like six, seven years straight at that point. And my my wife, my my uh, fiance at the time, my poor fiance was doing some serious backbreaking work. She worked as a pastry chef in a commissary kitchen. And a commissary kitchen is, if you've never been in one, it's basically like a factory for different restaurants to make the uh, the products that they're going to sell the next day. So a lot of times they're working late into the night to prepare for the next day. And she wouldn't get home until like a 14-hour shift and get home at like 2 or 3 in the morning. And on maybe good days, she'd get home at like midnight. So um, during this time, you know, we were just starting out our life and I wanted to be able to support my wife and help her break free from this grueling job. I, I didn't think that it was... She needed. She needed to do. I didn't see a future in her doing something like this. It just wasn't sustainable, and we had just gotten engaged a few months prior and were super excited and planning our our wedding. Um, but I saw the kind of stress that the job put on her physically and mentally. She was just completely exhausted every day, and most days she wouldn't even make it to bed. She would just kind of collapse on the the couch, uh, get in our very tiny studio apartment. And just, uh, you know, was kind of a miserable experience for her. Um, and, of course, you know, the wedding was coming up, so we had lots of upcoming expenses. Um, so still had to save money. We all we both had to work. Uh, but I knew my wife was reaching her breaking point, and we both knew it. It was just no one could no one could work at this kind of job for long. In fact, most of her coworkers had quit the job by this time, and she was kind of sticking it out still. So our plan was for her to to quit her, uh, her physically uh demanding job and just kind of recover it'll take some time to recover physically and mentally from the stress because uh we decided that it'd be better if she just kind of take the break and try to find something that was less grueling and i wanted her to to you know to actually enjoy the engagement to show up for the wedding you know not completely beaten down by the kind of work that she was doing and my income alone would be enough you know for us to reach our goals you know it's doing decently well and we couldn't do this forever and in the sense that i couldn't support us forever based off of this you know we needed we needed the money but for now this will work and um at work they had just hired a new head of finance at, at the company and his job was to make the company run more efficiently and about a year later after he joined, I heard from another employee that his job was to just come in and essentially delete names off of a spreadsheet to save money. And one of those names was mine. So one day I got the call from my boss, his boss. He gets on the phone and basically says, uh, hey, Felix, uh, I am with HR. And by the time I heard that message, 
it was pretty much enough for me to know that I kind of laid off. So we had this whole plan for my wife to quit her job and to kind of recover in time for the wedding. But she had to keep on working that tough job because I didn't have an income. And I made enough from my side business not to be, not for us to be in serious trouble, but not not nearly enough for us for me to never have to go back to a job and definitely not not enough for her to quit her job and it was then that I realized that having side business income outside of your day job is the best safety net you can have from some you know just some random guy some financial guy coming into your company and assigning to to delete half of the workforce you include it so by having the the income from my side business from my podcast at the time it saved me from saved us from from financial ruin and it also gave me this kind of superpower of being able to walk away when i had to negotiate the salary for the new jobs that i would apply for so my plan was to start looking for jobs but look for something that I would actually enjoy and look for something that I could maybe make more money with. And I actually even found companies that were not directly related to my nine to five experience, but were related to my side business, uh, which was, again, was a podcast around the e-commerce niche. So I was actually able to land interviews with these industry, these companies that were not in the industry of my nine to five, but because I had the side business, I had another, another area of expertise. I was able to get those job interviews. And I finally got a job offer that looked the most interesting after about two months. And they were basically offering me the same pay as my last job before I got laid off. Uh, but because I had the side business income, I had that power, that superpower of being able to walk away from a, from a negotiating table, which meant that I could counter and negotiate for more money and be cool with it if they said no, which gave me a lot of power in negotiations. And I said, you know what, let me ask for $10,000 more than what I was getting paid. And about a week passed, and after about a week, I, I, I just knew that they, they must have known that I didn't really have a job before or job currently, and maybe they got offended that I even tried to negotiate without having an existing job. Uh, then I get email that said, hi, Felix, congratulations, we can offer you the $10,000 more that you had asked for which was awesome. So after I started that new job, my wife was able to soon and finally quit her her physically grueling job and take some time to recover, recuperate in time for the wedding. And she was actually able to enjoy not just the wedding, but then the engagement that led up to it. She's able to plan the wedding a little bit more stress-free. And things just in general were were much lighter for us because I had because we weren't in you know financial ruin and I felt like I could contribute again and be dependable for my wife and it really made me realize the importance of a side business it can save you when you get laid off or fired which is probably going to happen at some point for everyone um, and it gives you more power when negotiating the salary at your current job or next job and before I knew that the extra cash was nice from the side business, but now I knew I had to take it to the next level. Uh, I set my, a goal that I needed to make more money 
for my side business than my regular job. And that's the dream I'm currently chasing today. So I'm excited for you and hope that you'll continue following me in my journey to to grow my podcast, my podcasting business to to uh, income levels that are greater than my, my day job and really truly have that kind of walk away superpower uh, of having an, another another stream of revenue. So I, I hope this helps you in your in your journey to decide uh, where to go next in entrepreneurship or if you should start a side business. I obviously believe that there is no better way to protect yourself in this day and age than with a side business. And I believe that there's no faster way to do it, especially if you don't consider yourself an expert, than to go the interview-based podcasting route. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.